Hello, Hobags. Welcome, welcome to Split the Screen, episode 10. We are on the 10th podcast, Ed. And wow. um, it is, ten. today is 10. I know we actually made it this far. It is the 4th of February, or February 4th, if you're American. And uh, I'm here, I'm Biggest Benos, also known as Ben Ostwick, if you want to be formal with me. And I'm joined by the one, the only, Ed Nightingale. Hello, Ed. Hello. Yes, I didn't call you Hobags. That was Ben. Don't blame me. <laughs> Bags of hoes. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, we do have a little... So I know we're... Uh, we're I'm going to completely edge people for a whole hour. Is, does that count as edging? If it's only an Can hour? Can we not bring up edging within one minute? <laughs> Come on. Everybody's going... <laughs> Come on. No, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh. Well, we're going to be... How, there's going to be a very exciting announcement. Ed's got a huge, huge throbbing announcement uh, that we're going to edge all the way through this podcast and then we'll release to the world all over everyone's ears um, at the end of this uh, podcast. This, this hype is just is <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's so overhyped. I, did, I didn't expect this podcast to be as, like, start off even worse than it was last week. God knows what it's going to be like in a few weeks. Yeah, if we make well. it. <laughs> ah, well, welcome, Ed. How have you been this last week? Um, I've been fine. Well, I was fine until about 10 minutes ago where I went to make a cup of tea and realised we don't have any milk. So for so the first time milk. now, I don't have I don't have a cup of tea. Oh, that is the I'm, big announcement. That legit, Ed... That's my announcement. <laughs> I don't have tea. Um, I'm ah. honestly distraught. I'm like, I can't I can't sip. Oh, what do you, don't do that again. Ed. <laughs> no, do that again. <laughs> For anybody listening on the podcast version, Ed uh, tried to imitate himself drinking a cup of tea, but it looked a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, sorry about uh, that. Um, Ed, but can you drink milk without tea? Do you mean tea without milk? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm really tired today. I actually taught a, a lesson earlier on. <laughs> um i i mean i could but i'm not a massive fan of black tea and i'd made we had like a little bit of like cashew milk and then i poured it in and i was like oh that's gone weird i can't drink that now cashew so, milk yeah cashew milk yeah i've had almond milk there's almond there's soya there's cashew yeah there's just like cashew. different types of like i was gonna say nut milk but i know that you'll make that <laughs> wrong <laughs> a little bit of nut milk mm. <laughs> do you know you can get chihuahua cheese what? Yeah, you can get Chihuahua cheese. It's um, cheese from like the Mexican state of Chihuahua. But it actually comes. Okay. Uh, comes. It actually. That's not. That's not milk. Um, in, like on the packet, it says queso de Chihuahua. Nice. Thanks. Thanks mm. for clipping that, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. Well, welcome everybody. This is split the screen. We normally start with a bit of filth and then we go and eventually talk about uh, video games and things that we've been uh, playing today's topic later on we're going to be discussing our biggest regrets in terms gaming. of gaming gaming regrets, gaming regrets. Not, yeah not life regrets because <laughs> otherwise you'll oh. be joining this podcast <laughs> <laughs> just starting it today ah dear what is this podcast exactly who knows anyway um so Let's go into the games then ed what has been splitting your see i'm relearning what has been splitting your time this week yeah we've got the lingo down at last it's only taken 10 episodes yeah um what's been splitting my time so i have managed to finish a couple of games uh in the last week which is Ooh. good which i've been talking about recently so murder by numbers done 
Tell Me Why, done. Mm. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, very nearly done. Um, You've been it nearly t- done without like three weeks. It literally keeps going. <laughs> I was like, surely this is the last mission. And then there's another one. Um, and there's so much side content in that. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I finished all of those, which is good. I know I talked about Tell Me Why last week, but I wanted to touch on it again this week because I've now finished it and I hadn't played the, the, the third episode last time and now I have and finished it. And I'm going to talk about spoilers. So if you haven't, if you haven't played Tell Me Why, then just mute for like five minutes or maybe two. Um, we'll get through it quickly. Um, so this is your come warning. Come back. Make sure you spoilers. come back. Yeah. yeah, please come back. Um, yeah, for me, the third episode sort of really represented the game in microcosm. It had everything I loved and everything I hated. Well, not hated, but didn't like as much in the game. Um, and the things I liked were very much the the trans representation and the... Um, the LGBT representation as a whole, you know, making us feel valued as people, um, you know, and there were some really nice moments. There's a really nice moment with Tyler and Michael where they go on a date uh, fishing. Um, mm. And I literally spent the entire scene being like, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> um, and then they did, uh, which was excellent. Um, so like moments like that just felt really real and felt like this is just normal people getting on with their lives and and you know having great relationships and it was a really nice bit of representation and then on the other side you've got this big twist of what happens uh they're searching for for the for the mother's uh sort of backstory and suddenly oh there's a loft in the top of the garage because we definitely never looked upwards and saw a hole in the ceiling um and then you go up there and then it's not just it's not just a loft there's an entire room of like fantastical puzzles that she's created for them with with switches and all this fantastical stuff that I thought this just doesn't fit. <laughs> it sort of swings from being really realistic and nice relationships to then going like full fantasy like Resident Evil puzzles and it just those two mm. sides just really didn't mesh for me particularly. I agree. I felt like they just shoved a load of puzzles at you as well. Like there's how many were in there? There were like three or four. There were like four that you needed to complete. And then there were like another four there as well that you could just do for side content, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. And Which was like, they were like, oh, are you sure you want to leave? I think there's more here. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's get the story moving. Um, also, any any game where you have to read an in-game book to get the answers is a big no-no for me. Yeah, Ben doesn't like reading. I do. I, if I want to read, I'll read a book. If I want to play video, if I want to kill things, I'll play a video game. <laughs> Because that's all video games are, is killing things, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about story? Um, yeah, and I was I was less keen on the ending. Um, throughout the game, there's this sort of theme of memory and sort of how it's um, unreliable and the sort of unreliable na- narrator. And at the very end, you have to make a decision as to what sort of what, what happened at this big climactic point um, in the past. And you have to choose whose side... Um, you side with and there's like a new character that comes in who's like creepy Tom who we hate um, and he comes up with an explanation of what happened which in all honesty um, like feels like it's the most plausible um, what's the word plausible outcome of outcome the, that'll do yeah. <laughs> I can't talk the most plausible outcome um, of what happened but I was like Absolutely not am I siding with Creepy Tom. Trans rights, we're siding with Tyler. So I sided with Tyler. But the sort of implication of that, and this is probably me completely 
reading the story or interpreting the story wrong. Maybe I missed something, but it sort of felt to me like the implication is that Tyler's story is wrong and he's misinterpreting it because of, you know, it's sort of, why is his mum trying to shoot him? Why would she do that? And I completely missed why she would do that. Um, I, I don't know if there is a plausible reason, but the way I read it was that he was sort of projecting his transness and feeling like she didn't support him in that. Um, And the fact that that was then misremembered in a way that could be completely wrong just felt like it really undermined the representation. And it might be I've completely missed something and I've misinterpreted, but that ending just really didn't sit very well with me. There was in the beginning, it talked about, I believe there was a a brief mention of uh, schizophrenia. And then I was looking, yeah, and but (laughs) things then I. But then I was looking at when I was looking at reviews because I I think when the game first came out a lot of the reviewers had got the full the full three episodes, and during the review of the first episode I saw somebody say like, it just doesn't really touch on it again. Like mm. it, it's got great okay trans representation and stuff, but the fact that like the reason why all this death and all this happened is because the mother had schizophrenia. Is that how you pronounce it? Schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, but it's like that's not touched on, <laughs> like, or it's very brief, and it's that, not. Yeah, that completely missed me. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the ending just didn't really sit very well with me. Um, mm. So I was a little bit disappointed by it, but it still has great representation. So you know, we love that. Yeah, you are um, also the only person that chose that ending that I know of as the same as me because I did it. I was like, well, I'm going to happily live in ignorance. I want a happy ending, and I did. But then, yeah, I did feel like as though what I had done was the wrong one. Yeah, exactly. And and it was like the ignorant answer. Because it tells you the percentage, and I'm sure it's like 80% of people sided with Creepy Tom. And I'm like, who the fuck would do that? Trans rights bitches, side with Tyler. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I was not happy about that. But um, anyway, that's ticked off. It's done. It's off the backlog. Which means I'm in that really fun position as a gamer where you're like, right, now I've got time to start Mm -hmm. something new. So what do I start? And I was like, I want to start something fun, a little bit more lighthearted after these, you know, hardcore story games. So I ended up starting The Outer Worlds, and I really hope that's the right name and it's not Outer yes. Wilds, because it's I always get confused the, between those yeah, two. It's The, is The Fallout in Space, yeah, The yes. Outer Worlds. It's Fallout it in Space. Outer Wilds, but this is The Outer Worlds. Done. So it's that one, which I've only played the first couple of hours, so I'm not really too far into it. It is literally Fallout in Space. Um, but I'm quite enjoying that. I mean, I, I enjoy the Fallout games. I played Fallout 4 last year, and it is quite morose and depressing and quite bleak. Yeah. Um, and this is much more colourful and vibrant. It's got this kind of retro, futuristic, like, 60s, 70s sci-fi vibe to it, um, which is really fun. There's lots of lots of comedy in it. Um, yeah. It's very sort of spoofing capitalism, which I'm worried could get a little bit tiring. Um, as a game, it's just fairly basic standard first person rpg kind of stuff but it's really fun for what it is so i'm enjoying it so far and uh i'll keep you posted i don't think it's too long so hopefully i can whip through it in a couple of weeks let me know if you think it's worth it because i got off the planet to the next area and um i kind of put it down for a bit but i really enjoyed what i played of it it was very yeah the comedy was there because i've played a bunch of fallout i I always fall off it which i kind of did with the outer world as well but I, I fell off it. Um, I didn't even mean to make that pun. Uh, but I just find it really depressing. Also, I didn't know that Vats is called Vats. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know Vats was a thing in Fallout 4. 
uh, I think I mentioned this before. So I played like the first 10 hours without VATS. And I was like, why is everything killing me? Like, I can't shoot anything. It's literally I played... the most basic thing in the game. <laughs> but I was, it didn't show up anything like what I'm pressing. Oh, I was playing on PlayStation as well. And it was, it was a bit of a mess on there. Um, oh, yeah. It took forever to load. Oh my God. Like that. Yeah, loading. I was playing it on PS4 last year and load times between areas literally is like a couple of minutes. Yeah. And then I ended up finishing it um, just just as I got my PS5. So I, I moved on to there and suddenly load times were like 10 seconds. And you're like, mm. okay, now I see the power of the PS5. But I literally yeah. was on the last mission and didn't realize it. So um, I, I finished oh. it immediately and was like, oh, great, done. <laughs> what <laughs> a waste. That. Yeah, no, I played a bit of Fallout 4 quite recently actually on... Um... I think it was on yeah it was on pc and learning like what vats was so much better yeah and it's not it, i found like vats as well is nothing like xcom you know xcom when it's like what percentage it's going to be to hit mm-hmm. when he's like there is 99 chance of shooting this monster in xcom and you'll end up missing uh whereas i think it was a lot fairer with fallout yes. uh but i know I, I like fallout 4 you know if they bring out a ps5 upgrade for it i'm sure i'd give it a go and it will be in 60 frames per second <sighs> Oh, and I'll God. have 60 faps per second along with it. Oh, you, Ed, you need to uh, save me. Don't edge me this early. Anyway, save the whole hour. what's been splitting your time, Ben, aside from um, crafting and mining? Well, yeah, I've been uh, crafting and mining, but apart from that, I got a platinum trophy last night. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I, uh, I would like to thank IGN and Polygon for their guides. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I got a platinum on... Why am I not surprised you cheated your way to it? Because, well, first, I got it on Astro's Playroom, uh, which is fine. It's a great game. I like Astro's Playroom a lot. But I was... What I loved about Astro's Playroom... Well, no, what I didn't love about these trophies was a lot of them are, like, hidden. So I don't know if you see now, but trophies have, like, hidden... There are hidden trophies. And on the ones for Astro's Playroom... The ones that you'll never get is like spin three times while jumping or jump three times while spinning on ice. And it's like, do a keepy uppy five times in this outfit. So I was just going around uh, and going and and just, I literally just was like, okay, it says go to this part of the level, do this, and then you'll get that trophy. Um, and which is what I did. And there are a few that like in PlayStation Labo, because in the Labo area where you've got like yeah. all the bits and bobs and memorabilia from PlayStation's inception. you got to shake everything. To right now. You've got to shake everything, you've got to jump on things, um, hit things three times. Like, I have no idea what I was meant to be doing, so yeah. But I did go and get nearly all the jigsaw puzzles and the artifacts without a guide. There were just a couple where I'm like, I have no That's idea something. where it is. That's something. Um, yeah. yeah, you know hidden trophies? You know there's a button you can press. I can't remember if it's square or triangle, and then you can say, uh, like, show, show. show yeah. trophy, and it will That's actually new. show you what it is, so it will it will tell you if you ask. Yeah, no, that's a new, that only, I think it was only like a year and a half ago, so they added that, didn't they? I think so, yeah. But like, even though, even showing that, it's like, well, okay, that's how to do it, but where do I do it? It's like, do keepy uppy five times. I'm like, keep in the frog suit. I'm like, okay, where's that? Uh, but, but the amount of times, though, I went and did the same part of a level like four times for four different trophies because I was just going through them in order, which <laughs> wound me up. But no, it's, it's a brilliant, it honestly is one. We've talked about games that when they uh like launch con uh launch games this really just is it shows everything and now with platinum did i'm like okay i've totally finished that i was getting ready to delete it because i've run out of space on my playstation and no. dave loves it <laughs> like dave's now I, I went downstairs and he was playing on the playstation i'm like what he yeah Get hands he, off this is mine i'm the streamer he got, he got to the end well he got to the he didn't finish it because he couldn't beat the robot dinosaur 
um because there's like quite a difficult ramp <laughs> difficulty ramp uh when it appears but like that's literally the only part that like he played all of that in one evening and uh, got to that robot dinosaur yeah and he never plays games he also had no idea how to do how to pick up the bug snacks cage so he didn't really get into bug snacks oh. he, he did a uh, he did a bit of dirt rally of dirt whatever it's called dirt four um, he keeps trying to ask me to get him Planet Coaster, but I'm not paying £40 for something that doesn't even include the DLC. So uh, That drops in the Steam sale quite a lot. Not on PlayStation 5, it doesn't. Why would you want to play that on a PS5? Because <laughs> he, he doesn't game on a PC. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Also, no, lo- just talking Astro about Bot. Astrobot has put the GPU song straight into my head. GPU. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? There's just so much humour in that as well. Like I, uh, like even the names of the trophies, I can't remember them, but like they're based on whatever they are. But yeah, it's brilliant. Um, Planet Coaster is on Game Pass as my scare. Ah, I just need an Xbox Series X because my Xbox One S is unplugged and covered in dust. It won't be getting turned on, but that's useful. Um, I've also had a little bit of, I've been playing a little, a game that's not even out for another uh, four and a half hours. Oh, mic drop. Played some Neo 2 remastered on PC. Very nice. Or complete edition, I think it's called, or special edition, or I don't know. Um, that's great. It's like it's Neo 2, but it's on PC. Good. And there you go. Great. It's uh, <laughs> it's Neo 2 on PC. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty much it. It's if anybody doesn't know Neo 2, it's a Souls-like game with stances and there's just and like a loot shooter. It's like Diablo when it comes to kind of loot in that game. Choose your style there's just there's so much variety in what kind of weapons or what armor what weights what stances what kind of moves and special abilities you've got it's just so it's very 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 kind of it can be a bit too much but i'm like okay I'm, I, I like this weapon i like these dual swords i don't mind changing to this one as a secondary weapon if i want something a little bit different i want to be quite speedy so i'll go for light armor and then i'll just yeah play probably on like mid stance and that's kind of just what i stuck with um when i played it originally and also i'm gonna get a ps5 upgrade for free in uh, well hopefully by tomorrow i've also got sure. neo one pre-downloaded as well so i really enjoyed that too very nice yeah that's lots to keep you busy it will it's gonna be one of those games i think i just go and play for a little bit and then stop and go back a little so bit. like the rest of your collection then yeah hey i've been uh, <laughs> i've been playing another game as well Another one. Yeah. Another, another game that's going to take me in. Not another. Are you going to be playing a game that I'm... Pro- uh, I've been playing a game I'm probably going to finish in about 2058. Uh, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Oh, good. I have stolen Kamashida's treasure. And um, and I got an email today saying I got a, a theme from uh, a PlayStation 4 theme, which is very kind of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I finished on PS5, but yeah, they sent me a PS4 theme for Kamashida's treasure some kind of celebration for that but um yeah I, I love it please give me a ps5 60 fps mode stop um it's so good though but i love it it's very it's very adult for a kind of anime rpg there's dicks there's prostitutes there was one person who i a monster i was fighting and it was like i think this counts as sexual harassment <laughs> it just came up with there as the uh as the dialogue i like yeah it's very like teens against the world against the Mm -hmm. adults and it's a very adult world that they're finding themselves in 
Yeah. It's definite. I, I love it though. I absolutely love it. And I can't wait because I think now it's going to take me to Mementos, which is like the kind of mini dungeon. Is it endless? It's not endless. There is a bottom. Um, <laughs> you will There's reach it Ed's eventually. intro. <laughs> Someone clip that. I'll put that as Ed's <laughs> intro sound. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I like Mementos. I know what's coming up next. Is the next dungeon the artist? Oh, you are testing me now. Um, yes. Okay, good. Because then I want to do. Because then once I've finished that, then I know that I'm at the um, at the part where I'm going to see new stuff. But there is quite a lot of new stuff that I already already recognise. Like these, you don't you didn't get them in the original uh, persona, was there? They're these seeds. Did yeah, you get that's lights? new. They're like hidden in each dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, I found one. Used a guide for the other two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. Well, it was like I was about to go and get the heart. And it was like, you still have got two more of these seeds to get. And I was like, okay, there was no hint to like where they could be. Uh, you just have to really, really explore them. And because it's like random battles kind of, because there's monsters everywhere, I just didn't want to go and just spend my entire time running through the, the whole castle. So well, I you went get a grappling hook them. now, right? So you can go to new yeah. areas. That's another thing, grappling hook. That you use a grappling hook to get these seeds most of the time as well. Um, but yeah, it's the grappling hooks kind of cool. Lots of, yeah, very fast action. Someone says in the chat, why is Ben upset with 60 FPS? Because if you play a game in 30 FPS and then you play a game in 60 FPS, it's just so much smoother and easier on the eyes, especially a game that's really fast, which, um, when you're running around the dungeons in Persona 5, it's like, you are running so quickly around. So in 60 FPS, it's just easier on the eyes. Sorry, Ed. Oh, is it not talking about talking Final about Fantasy again? Yeah. Again. Money says, I legit don't think I would see a difference. And Usagi, are you drunk? How can you not see a difference between 30 FPS and 60? There's, it's huge, the difference. If you put them side by side, then yes. If you go straight in at 60 FPS, we'd be like, oh, this is, this is the game. That's fine. Honestly, I don't believe that people realize that there is the difference between 30 and 60 FPS. But like, play two games where you can change the mode and you'll... It's just so much smoother. I stream in 60 FPS, so there. If I did turn that to 30. Great. I wonder if Ben wants 60 FPS in Resident Evil 8. I will. <laughs> yeah, it, look, Pants, Pants, thank you. Uh, merci beaucoup. Pants Trebien says, uh, I switched to 60 FPS on Miles Morales and it was wild a difference. Yeah. Sound like my dad when he talks about TV. How dare you? <laughs> Ben, will, ben is an old man just it, talking it, about stats and if, numbers all the time. When every game comes out in 60 FPS, then I'll stop mentioning it. There is a huge difference, says Melon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Does my TV need to be good for it? No, every TV has 60 FPS in there. Great. So, cool. So that yeah. was splitting time. Splitting the time. Shall we move on to some Edlands? Oh, yeah. Go on. Tell me, are there any 60 FPS games, uh, game patches out this week, Ed? Well, if there are, they won't be here. There we are. Don't God talk of about War. That on this podcast. God of War. God of War just released a patch for 60 FPS. God of War. Headlines. Very clever money. Very clever. Yeah. I like it. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to split the headlines. And we are going to start with the most important news of the week. Oh, very, we're, very saving that for, we're saving that for the end of the podcast, Ed. No, 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 no. This is very important news. It is that Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil Village <laughs> has been confirmed 
as nine foot six. Now that's nine foot six with her hat and high heels, um, which means she is almost as tall as Ben in his forehead. So she's pretty tall. Wow. I, I was like, wow, he's good. No, then yeah. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. There was a high okay. jump. I had to. I had to. There's a reason Ed's like this far up in the screen, you know. How tall are you, Ed? Thanks. Um, so yeah, that is confirmed. Vampire Lady <laughs> is in fact very tall. Um, we don't really know very much else about her or about the game. Um, apart from there's there's a tall vampire lady who's going to step on everyone. So yeah. if that's not reason enough to buy it, then what else is there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... people seem to be really, really into her. A little bit too into it. Yeah. But hey, that's Resident Evil for you. Something freaky. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to playing that game. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And not just for Tall Vampire Lady, but for the no. atmosphere and everything else. I liked, yeah, just when you saw out the window of the demo and you could see, like, the snow falling in the uh, in the courtyard area. I want to play And then it. she stabbed you with her nails. Um, Moiska says, have you seen the theory about why she's so tall? Tall parents? <laughs> I'm guessing that's my that's my guess. Swedish well, Marker says she, she has titties that stand out three feet from her chest. Of course, people like her. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Very true. Moiska, put it in the Discord and we can discuss it later. Mm. There you go, Ben. Um, yeah. The second biggest news of the week is that we now have a release date for Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is the 14th of May. Um, there is loads of information about it. This, there are loads of... Uh, articles about it. There's a good one in Eurogamer. Um, Thegamer.com have done an entire week of Mass Effect articles, which if you haven't played it, which I know Ben hasn't, is full of spoilers. Um, so okay. don't read it unless you played them. Um, but yes, we finally have proper news of the trilogy remaster. Um, it seems like a lot of work has been done on the first game um, mm. to bring that into to the same level as 2 and 3, um, which I hope is not too much because... Of all three, one is actually my favourite, and it's the most kind of clunky RPG of the three. They definitely became smoother and more action-focused later on, um, and I love the kind of RPG-ness of the first one, so I hope they haven't smoothed it out too much. Um, but yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, everyone's very yeah. excited, and I believe you're going to be streaming it, Ben. I will be. I'll be streaming the first one, because uh, I think the second two are well the second and third i think they're a little bit longer but i will definitely be playing because i think the first one's like 16 hours so i think a couple of long streams i will be streaming that because it's going to be released in may which is during the middle of the 100 days of stream which is going to be starting on the 20th of march i'll be streaming 100 days in a row god help us all yeah 100 days in a row very nice well i'm um really looking forward to that also un capped frame rate on ps5 moving on um <laughs> <laughs> but no the, the reason why i really want to play though is like the controls um i've tried so many times to play mass effect one uh but it just the controls were terrible i tried to play it on pc it doesn't even accept um like the mouse and keyboard was, was frustrating on pc and then I, I got like downloaded a patch so i could play with a controller and that was just terrible so uh I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I played them on PlayStation because I was I was late to the party, so I paid two, then one, then three, and it worked Ooh. fine on a, it worked fine on a PlayStation controller. 
Absolutely. No problems at all. Well, I can't wait to play it with the... It's got aim assist on this new one, apparently. Well, you'll need that. So at least it's there for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> with my gu- I sit there with my guide <laughs> on easy mode. There's nothing wrong with easy modes. There's nothing wrong with guides. Yes. I just like taking the piss out of Ben. That's true. <laughs> it's too easy. Just tr- I'm just... Uh, yeah, I just throw you these balls for you to hit. It's too easy. You just yeah. put them out there. Um, in Nintendo news, um, the Nintendo Switch has now outsold the 3DS, which I believe makes it either the fourth or the fifth highest-selling Nintendo console, um, which is great considering it's still definitely got a couple more years left to it. Um, and I believe if it continues on the same sales path, then it will overtake the Wii uh, by the end of the year. And I believe the Wii is... I can't remember now. I should have got this up. I can't remember if the Wii or the DS is the highest-selling Nintendo console. Mm. It's between the two of them. Um, and anyway, the Switch is on course to be to be up there. So it is doing very well, in short. Um, yeah. And two further bits of news that come off the back of that. Firstly, Animal Crossing New Horizons is the second-highest-selling Switch game. Um, the first one being Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which came out pretty soon after the Switch released, and Animal Crossing has only been out for a year, and is only about 2 million sales behind. So I'm pretty sure Animal Crossing could well be on track to be the top-selling Switch game. It was was about 2, wasn't it about 2 million though, last time the results came out? So it was about 3 months ago, I remember it being quite close as well then. So I don't know if they're uh, kind of level now they need to release an expansion pass for animal crossing they do we need some more content that isn't just a peacock yeah a i'm peacock i've just got no urge to turn it on my switch hasn't been turned on in days weeks maybe well yeah about over a week now i've not turned my uh, switch on it's just Shock horror i know i, I went a little bit an animal crossing streamer i'm not on minecraft now even updated <laughs> my uh, twitter bio <laughs> i'm just yeah i i played a lot of it i do enjoy animal crossing i i did well i still do but i'm just waiting for i'm waiting for new content that will make me want to play and not load it up and go oh what am i doing there's too many big story games that i've got in my backlog to uh, to finish first rather than faffing around with some admittedly very cute little animals so uh he's playing minecraft ed we need to get you into minecraft no um (laughs) wow i I've said this once. I've said this. Are you insulting everyone I in the chat? I will be terrible at that game. So you should see. You should see what Usagi Chan has made. Literally like a wooden box. Ollie's got a bridge, apparently. I've seen what people are making, and it's very impressive. And I know that I cannot live up to that standard. So, <laughs> oh, you've probably just seen what I've made, Ed. But don't worry, I understand. I've seen <laughs> the amount of help you've had as well. So you know, it's you. not all your work. <laughs> <laughs> They upset a bunch of people now. <laughs> um, and then the last bit of news off the back of that is also that analysts have said, um, a big uh, analysis company, um, that Nintendo has practically eradicated PlayStation from Japan. Um, and the main the main thing of this is that the last week of January, uh, 99% of game sales in Japan were for the Switch, and the other 1% was for <laughs> PS4. Um, now I believe the PS5 wasn't actually included in the stats, but essentially Switch and Nintendo is just completely dominating over there. Um, I think we had a news piece a couple of weeks ago that 
Sony have sort of sidelined Japan a little bit or have been accused of it and they're really focusing on the West. Um, and it's just basically Nintendo have just completely taken over in Japan. Um, PS5 is not selling that well. I guess it's a big clunky console that people aren't as interested in and they want something smaller like the Switch that's more versatile. Um, so, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I in Japan, they it's all handheld. Like, that's pretty exactly. much the culture there. They just have a lot of handheld stuff. But I also saw news, I don't know, I just kind of just saw the headline that they they said that there's not going to be an updated Switch coming. Oh. Anytime. Well, there's rumors uh, there are, and then there's <clears> rumors there's not. Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, if Nintendo want to make money and they want to be ha people to be happy, just update it. It's the easiest thing that they can do to get so much goodwill because obviously before the Wii, like when the Wii U came out, everyone was like, well, the next one better be good or oh, this needs to be good. This needs this, this needs this. All people want is a Switch that's better, <laughs> like with more, with newer tech or with beefier graphics or a better battery. That's all they need to do. Uh, well, the Switch, people the are going to be happy Lite, for years. The Switch Lite alone has already outsold the Wii U. So, yes. you know, what one, one optional console has already completely outsold an entire generation. So, yeah. Oh, Joy-Cons with no drift. I mean, that's the dream. Will that ever happen? <laughs> Drift, though, unfortunately, it's not exclusive to the Joy-Con, even though it does have a lot. I did have it on my on a PlayStation controller, unfortunately. Oh, sad times. Yeah. Last bit of news, because uh, I cannot resist a bit of Zelda news, um, is that Nintendo have reportedly canned uh, a live-action Zelda series uh, because Netflix leaked the plans. Um, and there was also going to be a Star Fox Claymation series inspired by Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, but it was the Wall Street Journal that leaked it. And so Nintendo have said, nope, not doing that anymore. Um, so it was coming, but not anymore. Wow. I'm not sure how I feel about a live action Zelda. Like, mm. I just feel like if it was live action with actors, it would come across as very sort of generic fantasy romp with some you know man with elf ears and it would be a bit silly yeah. for me i would love like an animated series in the wind waker style i think that would be yeah. awesome yeah i'd be down for that wind waker oh give us some more wind waker stuff Definitely. um but yeah there's also a bit of news a game called judgment have you ever played judgment no but i have heard of it it's in a yakuza well it's made by the by atlas i want to believe um it's as good, if not better, some people would say, than Yakuza, like a dragon, the new one. It's very, it's kind of set in a very, it's very similar to Yakuza, but you are a detective and you're going around as you're like, uh, you know, quizzing people. It's like Yakuza from the point of this detective. Anyway, I got it on PS4. I played it a little bit. It was all right. Um, but I, I remember it was a 60 hour game and I just didn't have the time to put that in when I was about to play it. But there's a PS5 coming out, so a PS5 version coming out. Um, so this game has only been out a year and a half, and they're releasing a PS5 version. Oh, it's Sega. Yeah, sorry, Sega. It's not um, Atlas, but it's um, yep. yeah, Sega bringing it out. PS5 version, and don't you dare say it. There's no free upgrade. You have to buy the whole fucking game again if you want to have slight improvements and also like quality the better quality of the game i just i don't understand this why are you 
make so I bought it. I only played a few hours. There's no way on earth. I do want to play it eventually. But the fact that this game only came out a year and a half ago and they're bringing out a remaster and they're making people pay full price for it again. No. So yeah. I'm... Uh, and also there's another... It's also not coming out on PC. It's coming out on... Um, well, it's coming out on all the consoles, I believe. Plus Stadia. Stadia, that was the other news. I knew I'd of forget course. something. Yeah, that Stadia is the big news. Stadia have closed their in-house studios. So they're now third-party uh, third developers only. Um, I mean, does anyone have a Stadia? Does anyone care about Stadia? I pre-ordered Stadia and then cancelled well, it quickly when I realised what was happening with it. <laughs> I was going to say, gaming regrets. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I bought it. I pre-ordered it because I was like, well, this will be cool. And then I saw like their, their model of uh, subscription and what games and I looked at a couple of things that people were saying about it who had access to it and then was like nope <laughs> don't want that thank you it just seems so counter to what Nintendo and Sony do in terms of having exclusives to make people buy their products and mm -hmm. they've just obviously their exclusives have flopped and they've just said right we're just going to go with third parties which means you're going to have the exact same games that people can get on Game Pass or whatever else so what is the point in Stadia apart from yes you can play it on other devices and stream it if you are one of these magic people with incredible internet but you know yeah. give it another 10 years and maybe we'll be there i mean I, i've got fast enough internet but apparently there's lots of um artifacts artifacting you know when you've um i don't know what that means <laughs> in a like oh, I, i'm gonna like explain it really badly but you know when things are quite dark so um i was listening to jeff gersman from giant bomb he was playing it he played red dead redemption 2 on Stadia and at the very beginning when it's like really wintry and it's dark and you've got the lantern um, right. and you've got the light there you could really like trace out the pixels around it like it didn't oh, okay. look good at all he said um, compression artifacts says Mr. Wibble there okay. you go so Mr. Wibble knows what I'm talking about even though I don't particularly know what I'm talking about <laughs> but I you, from when I see it on the screen I'm like you understand what that is but I've yeah, but like uh, Google just do this. Google bring out their stuff. They, what was it? Google Plus? Remember G Plus? Um, no. <laughs> no. Oh, I had Google Plus for however many, well, like a year. And then it was just cancelled. Like that's what Google do. They bring out stuff. They put loads of money in and then they cancel it. And yeah. they're not cancelling it, but they, because they haven't actually, they've never released a, a Google exclusive or a Stadia exclusive game. But there's 150 plus people who've been like moved around. But if you're in game development and Google's like, oh, we'll find something else for you. If, I mean, if you're a game developer, what else are you going to, where are you going to be moved? You're well, yeah. just going to go to a different studio, Google. surely. I, I, but then, yeah, it just affects so many other people as well. And, you know, oh, fuck Google. Yeah. Mm. So that was the headlines. Google, um, the only thing I liked about Google Plus, which is the social media, was that you could upload 3D pictures. Because you never take a photo like a 3d sphere photo on your phone no oh i, I did that in uh, the sagrada familia in barcelona and one of the only places you could upload it is um google was google plus so you could like move around and see it in vr a 3d photo photo look go into your camera and click on everyone settings yeah everyone go phones. to your settings more um you'll find what there's the panorama but they're I don't even know if I've got it on this phone. Um, but there is one called... Uh, you want an iPhone on an, on an Android? 
Oh, I'm on an Android. Yeah, see, I'm on an iPhone. Does it exist on an iPhone? I think it might do. But yeah, the Sphere photos. Should uh, I, I had a really cool looking one in, Sagra in the Sagrada Familia. Although, but then everyone yeah, has to like... That's a place for a picture. Yeah, because it's just... oh, It's an Android only. I think it was like a Google thing. I think but, I might... Watch this then. To be honest, I might have taken it on my Google Pixel or whatever it was called. Back in the day. Uh, Dolvik says, trusting any Google product to survive besides search and Android is a risk these days. Yeah. If it doesn't make them ad money or doesn't have good data harvesting capabilities, it seems to get the chop. Yeah. <sighs> if only Stadia was able to be like, you know, permanently listening to what people were doing and, uh, and make a note of uh, everything that people request. If only they had that ability, it would have survived. <sighs> okay. Um, was that the headlines that have been split in half? The headlines have now been split, indeed. Ed. Ben. Regrets. I've had a few. Um, that's what we're it's, splitting it's opinions with. Twitch sings back. <laughs> Twi I know, I shouldn't sing, because apparently... <laughs> I don't want them to think that it's the real song and uh, and give me a copyright strike. I mean, they'll they'll definitely think that about your singing, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Um, need more wine. What... Uh, on the on the Sauvignon Blanc today, it's cheap stuff from Tesco. It's not actually the worst. Um, so today's well, I'm going to let you introduce it, Ed. I feel like I've talked a lot. You always talk a lot. It's fine. That's what it's we're a here podcast. for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If I'm quiet, it's going to be boring. So we uh, our theme today is gaming regrets. Um, there was a suggestion from the community, so thank you for that, and please keep them coming um, because we're really bad at coming up with ideas, and we'd love to hear yours. Um, so yeah, gaming regrets, any, any games that you regret buying or playing or consoles missed or anything like that. Um, Ben, what, <laughs> what are your regrets? I'm sorry. I just looked at the podcast section of John, my, uh, of my, sorry, of my scars. Uh, have you scrolled down to see the theory of why she's so tall? <laughs> oh no. Do I want to see this? Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the check out the podcast uh, channel in uh, Discord. <laughs> Excellent. Ah, oh, but do I have regrets? I do have regrets. Um, linked pretty much to Judgment, uh, as I told you before. I paid full price for that game when it came out. Somebody said it was like Yakuza. It was a good sixty-hour game. It's really interesting. You're a detective. It's got kind of weird side stories like the Yakuza games. And yeah, and I played a couple of hours and was like, okay, this is cool. Um, I will play a little bit later. I never got around to it. And that is what I do so all the time. literally all the time. I, sometimes I buy a game full price or I get it on sale for a really good price. Never play it. That happens. So, and that, like not just Steam sale kind of two pound games like Final Fantasy 12 Zodiac Age. I bought that for 40 pounds. Haven't turned it on. Um, also because apparently the PS4 version is worse than A, the Xbox and B, the PC version. And I'm hoping for an upgrade for that. Because I will eventually get around to Game it. Pass, I believe. Thing is, I am looking at some point this year to get the Xbox Series X. So if I do, then I will get the... I'll play it on there. Um, but also, yeah, buying things like uh, Atlas. I just saw Ark mentioned, but like Atlas, um, which was the sequel, well, like kind of a version of um, Ark, which was just atrocious, and I played for like two minutes. Um... Yeah, a lot of games. What was the other game I bought? Uh, Dishonored. I bought Dishonored 1 and 2 in the sale for £30 or something. Not touched it once. I just, yeah, I do have regrets. 
And there's some games well, I, I buy that say, are just terrible. You don't necessarily regrets. They're just games that you've bought and haven't played. But you still own them and you can still play them at some point. I could, but I probably won't. You probably won't, no. <laughs> but um, you I could. Like, no, playing games, like, when it comes to regret... Well, let me, let me ask you, Ed, because maybe this will kind of give me some ideas of regrets. So, I found this topic actually really hard to come up with something. Um, and I don't want to sound like a prick in a kind of like, oh, I don't regret anything. Yeah. But... But I that ship just... sailed, Ed. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> that ship sailed. <laughs> I'm still here somehow. Um, <laughs> like, I don't regret any of the games that I've bought. And I think that's just because I've always been super, super careful, careful about what I've bought. Ever since like I had a Mega Drive, I was reading Sonic the Comic and then reading Can't N64 relate. Magazine and everything else. So I've, I've always enjoyed reading about games as much as I have playing them. So I've always read all the previews, all the reviews and worked out, okay, is this going to be good? If I'm, you know, I remember um, Mass Effect Andromeda, um, read, I was so hyped for it. And then I read the reviews and thought, mm, no, not going to get that. Um, so I think because of that, I've been very sort of careful and discerning about my purchases. Um, so I've never bought, or it's very rare that I've bought something that I haven't enjoyed um there's been the odd game i've played where i've been like this is terrible um i bought gran turismo 3 on ps2 on a whim um just because i thought i've never played a gran turismo game like maybe i'll try it and see what it's like and i played it for about two days and thought this is just boring as hell um however i bought it second hand for i think three pounds so i don't really regret i love that you have that in your head as a regret a three pound gran turismo (laughs) well that's what i'm saying it's not really a regret because i'm like look i spent three quid in it i played it at least i've tried it Mm. and i never have to play it again um so that's fine um other games i've played you know sometimes i've bought games that have been a bit disappointing i was a little bit disappointed by the last of us 2 and i bought that for 50 quid um but i still i don't regret buying it because i you know i it's a game that and hey, this is the games journalist in me that, you know, I still want to experience something to have an opinion on it, even if it's bad. I can still, I feel like I've got something out of it. So I don't necessarily regret playing it or buying it. Yeah. Oh, I have a Gran Turismo though... talk now. Sorry? I love Gran Turismo. But the only thing I don't like about Gran Turismo is because there's official cars, you can't properly like smash them up because they don't allow that. It kind of sucks. It's like, it's just a it's round a track and a boring shiny car and every new one is like how shiny are the cars like i don't care give me mario kart give me f-zero give me wipeout like that's the kind of racing game that i want what a gamer yeah um i do however have one story that it that was a regret at the time um which is back on the n64 days um where at that time i was getting i think like 10 pounds a month of pocket money and games were a good 50, 60 quid. So it would take me like five, six months to save up to buy one. So I was very careful about what I wanted to buy. Um, and I decided that I really wanted to play 1080 Snowboarding, which is a snowboarding game from Nintendo, which yeah. seemed really fun. Um, and I thought, I really want to get it. So I saved up for ages, um, finally bought it. And I really enjoyed it at first. But then after a while, like a few months later, I was a little bit bored with it. I hadn't quite clicked with it. And I was looking at the rest of my collection, like Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Goldeneye, F-Zero, like all these great games and thought, I'm just not enjoying this as much. So I decided to take it back to the shop. Um, but because it was a few months later, it was like a 
cash in thing. So it wasn't like, you know, getting your money back. So I think I only got £10 back for it. I've done um, that before. Yeah. And I literally walked out of the shop and I got home. And as soon as I got home, I thought, I really want to play 1080 snowboarding. And it was purely because I'd got rid of it that I knew immediately that I wanted to play it and I couldn't. And it just really and irritated it. me. And ever since then, I've just refused to ever take a game back yeah. because I'm like, I want it in my <clears> shelf. <throat> One day I might play it. I've got games like you that I've played a bit of, haven't finished. Will I ever go back? Maybe not. But I refuse to actually take it back to a shop and get money back for it. I'm like, no, I want to keep it. Because one day I will want to play it. And then I know that I will regret taking it back. So I know like I, I actually I've I come to the realization that I don't really like playing games handheld. Um, it's taken me a long time. Like The last time I enjoyed handheld gaming was probably my uh, Game Boy, like the Game Boy Pocket or Game Boy Color that I used to have with Pokemon and all that. I've owned three 3DSs. I've owned the original big chunky sandwich type thing uh, with Nintendogs I remember buying at launch and that was shite. And then, which is a big regret, then I also got the, um, I got a Zelda Ocarina of Time special edition 3DS. Very nice. And then I also got the new 3DS because it, it was the only one that could play Xenoblade Chronicles. And it had and a he, higher frame rate. It's uh, <laughs> higher than 10 FPS. No, it still looked like trash. But like, so I've bought three 3DSs and I've probably, my entire life, if you count like all the hours that I spent playing 3DS games, I would be surprised if it's more than like 15. Like I don't like handheld games, but I, when I see a new console, I'm like, I need that. I need that because there might be a game that comes out that I need to play immediately and I want to have that available. I think Moni is similar to me, like we're impulse buyers. Uh, I am totally an impulse buyer. I'm already thinking like as soon as all the no PS5s, idea. yeah, as soon as the PS5s are back in stock and stuff, I'm like, mm, I'm going to save up and get one for upstairs for my streaming room. And I'm like, I shouldn't really be doing that. Do <laughs> Don't need it. Yeah. I know what you I, mean I, about handheld games. Like I... I impulse bought this, Ed. I impulse bought this. Are you going to lift up Atty? <laughs> I, did, I, I, I do have this down here as well, this uh, ring fit. No, <laughs> no, Impulse bought the um, game capture 4K. It's like, well, I can now stream 4K because i got a PC coming in like three months. And I was like, you know what? That's That was on sale for 20% off. So I went and bought it. Uh, well, that's that's an investment. That's all right. That's all right. I know what you mean about handheld games. Like if, I, if I'm sat at home, I would much rather play something on a big screen rather mm. than on a handheld. Um, there are times, I think... Something like the Switch, there are certain games that I don't mind playing in handheld mode. If it's like a, an indie game, something like, I don't know, Hollow Knight, um, you know, that works quite well on a, on a handheld. Um, yeah. But then something like Breath of the Wild, I want to play on a big mm. screen. Um, so it kind of depends with the Switch. I think yeah. I, I enjoyed having a Switch when I was traveling a lot. Um, when my my boyfriend was back in Italy and I was traveling a lot to go and see him. I had a lot of flights. So I bought a switch just before that. Yeah. And uh, so then I could sit and play on the switch on flights, which was absolutely perfect. But in lockdown now at home, mm. I'm, I'm definitely going to play on a, on a TV, not, not handheld. No, hundred percent the same. Like when I'm traveling, I think that's why I liked my game boy so much is that we used to travel uh, to France every summer because my parents were teachers. So they used to get like seven or eight weeks off in the summer and we used to spend the vast majority of that in France and it was just driving and it was just boring. And all these days where I would have my Game Boy and play Pokemon and that's what I would love. If I had a Switch back then, that would have just 
like, oh, it would have been amazing. It would have been perfect. And I have played games like in handheld mode on my Switch. I finished Celeste. Or I, think, I think I finished it on stream, actually. So I was on the big screen. But the majority of Celeste I played in handheld mode. I've said it before, but I got the furthest I've ever got on Dead Cells playing it on an airplane about to take off to Norway uh, because I was so like, I was like, oh, I, I hate to fly in. Um, I still don't particularly like it. I mean, you're in a giant metal tube being shot through the air. What's to like about that? So I was like waiting for it to take off and I'm there going, I'm like concentrating so much on this in like panic mode that I got really, really far. But like apart from that, yeah, there's not much time. I, I never like whenever I used to travel to work on the train, I never wanted to get my switch out because it's like, hey, look at this. Yeah, I would not want to sit on the tube in London with a switch. Out. I mean, I've seen people do it and then I will, of course, stand next to them and watch yeah. what they're playing and judge them. Yeah. Um, but I would <laughs> never do that myself. Oh, I'm like, no. Yeah, no, it's not because I'm going to think someone was going to steal it, but I'm like embarrassed <laughs> that I'm there playing video games on a train. I should be, uh, That's yeah, fine. I should stick my headphones in. That's fine. Should I mean, look you're at right what... about being a kid. Like I remember having Game Boy Pocket with like, you know, Link's Awakening and, and Mario's Six Golden Coins and all that. And I'd be sat playing it in the back of the car, um, mm. getting incredibly car sick, but thinking, nope, I've got to keep playing this because I'm 10 and I have to play it. Yeah. Um, even though I'm feeling car sick and then it gets dark and then you've got to like angle it towards the window so you can try and get some light on the screen because it wasn't backlit. Um, yeah, oh, I remember that. Days. You know, had the, the magnifier that had the lights built in. Oh yeah, I had that and yeah. it didn't work very well. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, De speaking of, um, sorry, not Deb, uh, Heather, speaking of, uh, the switch lights, uh, Heather impulse bought the switch light and she wishes she had more, re done more research and waited for the original to get back in stock because this tiny screen's a bit poo. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have a switch light. But should well, we go? Do you want to we'll go and? Um, do you want to have a look in the Discord if there's anything in there? there? Is, we've got lots of stories in the Discord. Um, we do. Usagi Chan says, "I was so excited for Mass Effect Andromeda. Same. I pre-ordered it on payday right before it dropped. It arrived on my birthday that year. I got home from work and was ready for it. And then I played for maybe ten hours total and just couldn't get into it. There was no story like the original trilogy. I was so disappointed. Haven't gone back to it since." I more regret not giving it more of a chance than I regret purchasing it. Um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend finishing it. I mean, it's fine. I bought it for six quid like a year later and and forced myself to play it over a month. And it's really quite boring. Um, it's nowhere like near it. as good as the original trilogy, I'm afraid. I didn't I haven't played the original trilogy, as you know, and I actually quite enjoyed and, uh, Mass Effect. But I only I finished it in 19 hours. I kind of just stuck with the main story. And I thought it was kind of cool. I quite liked the fact that it was all set, you know, so far in the future and Earth's probably and all the humans that they've known have all died and stuff. And I, I know that there's a weird ending to Mass Effect 3 and apparently that might have might be changed in the in this uh, remaster stuff I've heard. But like knowing the backstory and the lore behind it, I found that quite interesting, even though I hadn't played the original. Well, if you think that's good. I know. That's what I'm excited May. about. I can't wait for Mass Effect. Uh, Random Pasta says, buying SimCity 5 was my biggest regret. <laughs> Problems in the first weeks of the launch made it unplayable due to EA enforcing an always online function to a single player game. I do remember that. Uh, plus it was a huge backward step compared to its predecessor. The only positive is its failure allowed City Skylines to be a success. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I haven't, I haven't read these messages, but that's what, that was the great thing that City Skylines, did, did City Skylines come out at the same time or very, very close? Because I remember that came out, it was know. trash. And then everyone was like, play City Skylines. I was like, oh my God, this is... Oh, I love City Skylines. 
Very nice. Great. Uh, Cap says Fallout 76. Partner brought it for me for a birthday present, and no sooner had I opened it, the news of hacking accounts, unstable servers, terrible gameplay surfaced. I never even got past the title screen. The sheer amount of negativity before I even played it turned me off. Wow. Oh, I played Fallout 76 on launch with Sirona and a couple of our friends, and we tried our very best to enjoy it. <laughs> like there were four of us going around, and we were like, "We need, to, yeah." And we we did some stuff that it asked us to do, but I didn't play it again after that. Stick with Fallout Three. Yeah. What was it? What did it say at the end? Sorry of that message. Um, I've never gotten past the title screen to this day. Uh, what was it before that? There was something that was triggering me and that triggered some hacking mind. accounts, unstable servers, terrible gameplay. No, I can't remember now. Brain's right. gone. Well done, man. <laughs> well, before that, no. <laughs> uh, the brain behind that forehead it just can't keep up. No, it's it's quite far from my um, brain up here to the mouth, all the way down here. <laughs> Did you actually just make that joke? Yeah. <laughs> uh Moving on, uh, Chelly says, <laughs> I regret being one of those who refused to purchase an Xbox console because I had PlayStations. Console wars are so dumb, they are, and I regret being a snooty person about it. Part of what turned me was the fact that Fable 2 was an exclusive I couldn't play because I was so up my own ass about it, and I still haven't yet to play it, but in talks of getting a Series X with the hubby. And there's a new Fable coming out. I've never owned an Xbox. Ah, oh, snob. You know what I bought? I'm not a snob. I bought an Xbox alongside um mass effect 2 no mass effect the original Ma was the original mass effect on the original xbox or was it 360 it was on 360 okay yeah no i remember buying an xbox 360 with mass effect that you then didn't play i didn't play oh, well i did a little bit i did a little bit that actually to my that's of probably all one the of my games that you yeah. absolutely 100 should play on an xbox 360 especially as it was exclusive for the first I got, year i got the metal it's tin mass as well effect. i got the metal tin I probably got it at home as well. I'll of course show you a tin. Um, but no, actually, I think that is probably one of my biggest regrets is as a kid, I never finished games. And you still if don't. I'd, I know, but things that if I had done that, because I was like, oh, these games are too difficult. I'm not going to play it. And I, the second the games got difficult, I just moved on to a different one. Um, but I think You've if I'd no stuck with... Perseverance, Ben. Exactly. But I think I needed to have, I needed to teach myself that when I was younger. And then I would have had it now. Hey, I got platinum late. on Astrobot. I am a pro it's, gamer. It's never too late, man. Oh, I've got to tell you another game that I played. Oh, oh, oh. What? Uh, I know we're going straight back to um, what's been split in my time. I played some of the Destruction All-Stars that came out on Ooh. PS Plus. Yes, how is that? Uh, it's, it's meh. Oh. <laughs> it's, that's why I don't remember it. It's it's all right, but it's like Rocket League. So think of Rocket League, um, but instead of having a ball, you're just smashing into other cars. Uh, imagine finding it really difficult. The majority of people are, I've seen that have played this have gone like, how the fuck do you turn off people speaking? Because all I've got is, I had some guy shouting at me in French, which I was turned on. But like, I don't want that all the time. So I was like trying to find a way of turning off the lobby sounds, which I think you've got to, so you press the PlayStation button. And you know the cards that come up and say mm -hmm. like, uh, here's a platinum trophy or here's a challenge. One of them is like, here is the party audio. And you've got to go in there and like mute it all. But it's just like, and also, why would you automatically record people's sound? I was looking on Reddit and there's some person that was, apparently somebody was cooking. <laughs> like, and, they, and that's all that they heard while playing the game. Because there's no music on in the background. So that's all you hear. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's the kind of game I feel like 
I at least want to wait a couple of weeks um, because it's all online multiplayer. The servers are going to be completely messy. You know, I remember Fall Guys that being a mess at the beginning. So mm. I'd rather wait a couple of weeks to uh, see if things calm down if it's worth it. But if it's not worth then, it, then I won't bother. But then people are going to be really good. It's like, that's why I like battle royales when they first come out because you play it and then and most people are shit. Uh, I remember playing Fortnite when it was released the first day on Switch, and I was trying to shoot somebody, and they were like laying laying stuff on the floor right in front of them and i was like they have no idea what these controls are so uh that's what i like with that game but like no, i can imagine i imagine in a few weeks people are going to be like pros at that it's just i mean you're just a car you've got some like standard cars and then every now and again you can uh bring in your special car and you're just kind of trying to crash into other cars it's all right uh, also the tutorial was completely balked because it just didn't tell me what I was meant to be doing next. So I was like running around and I had no idea if I was finishing it or if I'd, I had no idea what was going on. Great. Well, it's free. Just play then. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's free. It's part of uh, PlayStation Plus. Apparently they were wanting to make this uh, the full like 60 pounds or whatever. Don't. Whatever you do, pay money for that game. No. Instead, download Control and give that a go instead. Which is yeah, definitely FPS, something high on my list. Don't you dare talk about FPS. <laughs> um, back to regrets quickly Moiska says a regret buying Cyberpunk 2077 for <laughs> Playstation 4 yeah. I think a lot of other people in the world can definitely relate to that um, mm -hmm. Deb says Paper Mario Origami King did not like the boss battle system at all I don't think I ever beat the second boss battle I did like the overall idea of the game but yeah it was a no for me I just wasn't excited to go back to it is that I, the new one? it is the new one I haven't played Origami King and actually what put me off also was the boss battles but not so much the battle system, the fact that the bo the bosses are literal pieces of stationery. Like, what I loved about the early Paper Mario games is that it's a Mario RPG with just paper as the style. And now it's become really self-aware of like, oh, we're actually made of paper. Now we're going to fight a stapler. Like, no, that's <laughs> not Mario. I don't want to do that. But maybe it's fun. I'll give it a go at some point. When it's yeah, cheap. I'm waiting for like a cheap. I went for a big sale and I want to play that and I want to play Link's Awakening. Absolutely. Um, Vainsay, not playing and completing XCOM Enemy Unknown before XCOM 2. When I did try and play it, I was too used to the latter's controls and visuals to give it a proper go. I mean, I don't think anyone should ever play a, a, a sequel before a first game. Um, I'm about to at some point. I'm going to play the sequel to Total War Warhammer. True, but then that's not like a... Apparently every Total War story. game 2 is a lot, lot better than the first one. If you're ever oh, looking to play a Total War game. <laughs> yeah. Except Hit Hitman isn't. It's not a Total War game, but yeah. Oh, that'll, that'll be a good one where we're talking about like, in the future, maybe talking about sequels. What sequels are better than the original? Interesting. Write that down. Remember it. Silent Hill. <laughs> Uh, and one more from Vainslate. I also regret buying Star Ocean Integrity and faith Faithlessness. It pales in comparison to the other Star Ocean games as the story isn't that good. Um, I actually bought Star Ocean until the end of time on PS2. And then on the back of my earlier story of selling games, I went to sell it on eBay and someone bought it at a price that was too low for what I wanted. And I said no. And I was one of those assholes who refused to sell something on eBay. Um, and now I still have it and I still haven't played it. Are there any games that you've regretted cheating on? No. I don't do that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with cheating. 
I used to cheat a lot on Age of Empires. Um, there was a cheat code called Big Daddy that gave you a, a guy with a nuke in a car. You just wanted to type that in, did you? <laughs> I mean, it started at a, at a young age playing that. Mm. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I used to cheat at Age of Empires, but that's it. Oh, there you go. Any other things or are we ready for the announcement? I think that is everything. Well, now, well, well, else? you're all here. Oh, no, Mr. Wibble. Regrets oh. buying the first Watch Dogs on pre-order. Mm. Um, in the end, it was a, a lackluster, predictable game with very limited choices. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I never... Watch Dogs Legion isn't much better. Hey, I... Ed. What are you trying to say about this? Watch... If anybody that's listening to this on the podcast, I'm holding the Watch Dogs Legion Collector's Edition Skull. It's a lovely bit of plastic. Oh, you there you go. Sorry, you can. I didn't. It's out of the camera. There we go. That thing. Uh, wait, wait. It's not just that. Look, it lights up as well. Does it? I was gonna say, does it actually do anything? It lights up. Yeah, you can't really tell. Wow. But it's. I find it weird that people would spend 150 pounds on that. Well, at least you got gamers. Gamers and their money. I know I won it. I didn't even... I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that I'd won it. That I'd won it. And then uh, I won it before Christmas and I was like, oh, it's okay because I've already got it on PS5. And then Dave was like, you got a giant parcel from Ubisoft. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Very nice. Yeah. Sell it, earn money. I'm not selling it. I quite like it, to be honest. No, that's Fancy. definitely eBay worthy. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ed has... An announcement to make. One more. He's leaving the podcast. No, he's one, not. No. I hope not. One more headline. A personal headline. Um, so, Ben, when you introduced me uh, to the podcast all those years ago, when we first started. Yeah, um, last year. Last year. <laughs> Ten uh, ago. <laughs> you introduced me as a freelance games journalist, which I am. Um, I've had a full-time job. And I uh, am a freelancer on the side doing games journalism. But not anymore. Uh, because from next week, I am starting a new job full time as a gaming reporter for Pink News. Yes! So I am now a full time gaming journalist. You are a full time games journalist for Pink News as well. That is yeah. a big publication. So you're staying with the gays. Absolutely, always. <laughs> and the and the other LGBT and BTs and all the others. But yeah, that is amazing news. I mean, I'm absolutely shitting a brick and I'm fully expecting <laughs> to get like fired in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to like like settle in and get into a routine and stuff, yeah? I know, I know. I mean, I've been in my current company, my current role for five years, but the company for another four before that. So nine years I've spent in one company Um and uh, I've been basically aiming towards this for like the last three years or so. And now it's actually happened. And it's only really sunk in the last day or two of, of doing my like leaving email and yeah. all that kind of stuff of like, oh, well, this is actually happening. And I start somewhere new next week. Like, yeah. Pink news. Have you got your articles ready that you're going to, you've got in head that you're going to write? I mean, if anyone's got ideas, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let biggest gaming biggest gaming regrets, Ed. <laughs> there we go. Just, um, yeah, anything we talk about on the podcast, just rehash it into an article. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I'm because I'm I'm there 
first and only dedicated gaming reporter. So anything news, reviews, features, interviews, mm. I will be doing all of it on my own. And you're, so you're like establishing the gaming section of Pink News. Exactly. Because if you don't follow Pink News, I'm sure most people do follow Pink News. It's probably the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest kind of uh, LGBT. It's UK based, isn't it? It is UK based. Yeah, it's definitely the biggest in the UK. I don't know how yeah. how well known they are outside of the UK, but mm. I'm guessing they, they have global coverage. Yeah, and you're going to be, and when it comes to video games, stuff is popular. It's like yes. that. You see the Daily Express, you see the Daily Mirror. You see literally every newspaper going into video games because that is where a lot of the, um, like a lot of the clicks are. And you're going to be that. Yeah, they've got two hundred and thirty-four thousand followers on Twitter, and you're going to be in charge of their gaming stuff. I know. I am very scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. Oh, but that's so exciting though, because that I've only known you for what a few months. Well, yeah, like since when, what June last year, so about six, yeah. six, seven months. And yeah, I've always known you wanted to get into. Well, you wanted everybody that's like freelance surely wants like a nice, stable, permanent, full-time job. And the fact that you got that, and it's oh, I've known about this for a while, and it's been uh, yeah. Well, thank well, you this for hyping been, it up. <laughs> of course, I think that isn't it worth like a a big, big hype up. Definitely think yeah, but so. I'm British, and I don't like I don't like being praised. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really excited to read and we'll make sure that uh, we, you know, retweet, promote and uh, get it as uh, popular as possible. But honestly, gaming, like when it comes to gaming stuff, that's the stuff that gets retweets. That's the stuff that gets follows. They're definitely doing the right Rick thing, putting please. games. And they've got <laughs> Ed now. This. Look how, yeah, look how ready he is. Um, yeah. So you're not going to do a review. You, thank of you for the love and the congrats, everyone. It's much appreciated. Don't do a review of Tell Me Why to start with, because uh, <laughs> that might upset. You know, like, it's not that good, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will focus on representation if it's in there. Good. Oh, exciting. So when do you officially start? Next week? Next Monday. And you got a meeting like really early in the morning? We start at 9am. I have to get up early. I thought journalists are like, you know, they're on their come down until like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Then no, they're no, kind no. of news has to be done first thing in the morning. Ah, uh, excellent. But yeah, so I'll yeah, he's not pregnant. He's still gay, and he's still gonna be on the podcast unless Indeed. they uh, demand that <laughs> he stop. <laughs> You're embarrassing us, <laughs> having that ass along with you. Um, but yeah, excellent. Do not say that on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Just generalize these. Uh, I you know I've got like this romanticized idea of journalists. You know, they sit back, they've got their wine. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not at nine o'clock in the morning. Well, I don't know. I'll be sat here panicking, sweating, <laughs> wondering Ol what I'm going to write. Ollie says, "I can't wait for them when they uh, tell you not to associate yourself with Ben." All <laughs> 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 right. We'll, well, that is Ed's big news. I've also got some uh, news coming up, uh, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, but uh, stay tuned for it because uh, it's going to be announced. Oh, I just got an uh, email, actually. I was looking if there's a if I'm going to be tagged in a tweet. Um, but no, I just got an email that Invisible Link is on sale on Steam. There you go. Great. That is only the journalists who are... Yeah, to be honest, 
Ed's going to be famous. I, I bet this time next year, Ed will have a nice little check mark next to his Twitter handle. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I was upset because the MCV uh, 30 under 30 nominations were announced today of like, come nominate people. I'm like, oh, too late for that. <laughs> Older than me. Yeah. You can be just like one of the most influential LGBT gaming reporters. I'll take that. You'll be in the top 100, definitely. I'll take that. I mean, yeah. there's probably about 10 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be a future article. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Ideas already. Brilliant. All right. Can you sign a napkin? See, look, they're all excited. Ollie, I'll spit on a napkin for you and I'll send it in the post. There you go. It, it probably just wants to be spat on, does Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> He'll take that. All right. Well, we've gone over a little bit today. Oh, look at him. He's getting excited. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we've gone over. We've edged for an hour and 12 minutes. Another great uh, publication, Edge. So, um, Ed Nightingale, where can we find you? And where can we find you from Monday as well? Uh, you can find me at Ed underscore Knights on all the socials, and I'll still be there on Monday. You'll still be there on Monday, yeah. And where should we go on Monday to find your articles? I have no idea yet. I will tell you then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm uh, Biggest Benis. You can find me here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Biggest Benis. I'm also on pretty much everything. Just find it. If, if it's not me, put a one at the end <laughs> and I'll be there as well. Okay. So um, thank you very much for watching. Um, go to click, click. No. <laughs> God, I'm, I've had Wrong a name. now. Wrong name. That's years jet ago. Jet streamers. No, not jet streamers. Splittthescreen.com. Go there uh, or be square and find us on there. Oh, look at that. That rhymed. He did go to put there twice. <laughs> what a lovely poem. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah. Thank we'll you. We'll see you all next week. Be, be there. there or, or be, be split. Split. <laughs>